Thank you for joining us here at His Hardline. You can find us at www.hisheartline.com. With God at the driver's seat, I am Jason, your co-host. You're listening to 1% or less with him. Let's get started. (laughs) Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening and happy Sunday. It is February 20th, 2022, and I want to say thank you so very much for uh, coming by and doing a quick listen here for this 1% or less with him. I am Jason, the co-host with God and Jesus Christ in the driver's seat in the captain's chair. They are the host because this is their show. This is not mine. I'm just here as the tech. I am the guy who pushes the buttons. I am here the one that kind of reads out of the book here for them. All right. I am not well, let's just put it out there. I am not a Bible scholar. I am not someone who is an ordained priest or minister or anything like that. At the end of the day, I'm just a man who reads this Bible every day at the beginning of my day. It is my breakfast. In fact, that is what I do before I eat breakfast because as you, a lot of you know, I wake up at 2 a.m. for my job and this is ultimately what I have to do in the very beginning of the day. When I say have to do, that's something that I put on myself. That's not something that somebody put that on. Um, and so... Yeah, I write in my gratitude journal, and on top of that, yes, I do read one chapter a day and more. Um, If I don't, I feel completely naked, literally naked. It's it's and it's just I don't like that feeling. I have to make sure I get my daily Bible reading. So today, on one percent or less with him, we are going to be reading out of Proverbs chapter twenty. Okay, now. Again, for some of you out there that are new and every so often, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to start shying away from the explanation of what 1% or less with him is. But every once in a while, I'm going to discuss it just because, or, you know, just quick, give a quick, you know, 20 second, you know, explanation for those that are new as the show continues to grow its listenership and downloads. But again, 1% or less means that we all have the same 1,440 minutes in a day. You take 1% of that, and that's roughly about 15 minutes rounded up. It's actually a little less than that. So 1% of your day that we all get, we can certainly engulf ourselves into the Bible and you know really allow it to pour into our you know beings and our soul and our mind, right? So today in chapter 20 in Proverbs, we are going to read, and it reads this. Wine is arrogant, strong drink is riotous. None who are intoxicated by them are wise. The terror of a king is like the roar of a lion. Those who incur his anger forfeit their lives. A person gains honor by avoiding strife while every fool starts a quarrel. In seed time, sluggards do not plow. When they look for the harvest, it is not there. The intention of the human heart is deep water. But the intelligent draw it forth. Many say, my loyal friend, but who can find someone worthy of trust? The just walk in integrity. Happy are their children after them. A king seated on the throne of judgment dispels all evil with his glance. Who can say, I have made my heart clean. I am cleansed of my sin. Varying weights, varying measures are both an abomination to the Lord. In their actions, even children can play act through their deeds be blameless and right the ear that ear the ear that hears excuse me the ear that hears the eyes that see the lord has made them both do not love sleep lest you be reduced to poverty keep your eyes open have your fill of food 
Bad, bad, says the buyer, then goes away only to boast. One can put on gold and abundant jewels, but wise lips are most precious ornament. Take the garment of the one who became surety for a stranger. It for foreigners exact the pledge. Bread earned by deceit is sweet, but afterwards the mouth is filled with gravel. Plans made with advice succeed with wise direction, wager war. A slanderer reveals secrets, so have nothing to do with a babbler. Those who curse father or mother, their lamp will go out in the dead of night. Possessions greedily guarded at the outset will not be blessed in the end. Do not say, I will repay evil. Wait for the Lord who will help you. Varying weights in varying weights are an abomination to the Lord, and false scales are not good. Our steps are from the Lord. How then can mortals understand their way? It is a trap to pledge rashly a sacred gift, and after a vow, then to reflect a wise king winnows the wicked and threshes them under the cartwheel. A lamp from the Lord is human life breath. It searches through inmost being. His steadfast loyalty safeguards the king, and he upholds his throne by justice. The glory of the young is their strength, and the dignity of the old is gray hair. Evil is cleansed away by bloody lashes and a scourging to the inmost being. And that concludes the reading of chapter 20. Now, a few things here that I kind of notated um one thing actually that i didn't notate but i just kind of caught as i was reading um what was it it was verse 27 where it says a lamp from the lord is human life breath it searches through the inmost being that kind of struck out to me actually as i was reading it let's look at the notes at the bottom here so let's see chapter 20 verse 27 it says a parallel, let me make sure I'm reading the right one. Yeah. A parallel is drawn between the life breath that is God's gift coursing through the human body and the lamp of God, which can be a symbol of divine scrutiny. God declares, and in that day, I will search through Jerusalem with lamps. I'll be honest with you, as I read that, that kind of went right over my head again. Uh, I didn't claim that as I read this, that I would have all the answers or have the proper analysis. I mean, I'm like you, as I read this, a lot of it hits me strong, like a ton of bricks, like, oh my goodness, like, wow, like that was profound. And then there are some things where I read them and I can reread them probably three or four or five different times. And I'm just sitting there kind of with a blank stare looking ahead at me, like, what did I just read? So anyway, we're going to just set that aside for a minute. A couple things. One thing, which uh, I want to say, verse 6, where it says, Many say, my loyal friend, but who can find someone worthy of trust? So this goes along the lines of how many people really throw words around like they're rocks in a river. Cheap words backed with very shallow intentions and meaning. Right? The gentleman I am actually training at work at the moment we actually had this discussion just this past week. And for him, he was saying for him to actually call someone a quote, a friend, 
is, believe it or not, a very large honor. Now, that those are my words. He didn't use those words. Those are my words. But based on my assessment of what he was telling me, it is a very large honor to be called a friend by him because he is not one that really tosses that word around very lightly. And this is not this not only comes from him, but actually his wife says this to one of uh, one or two of his true friends that Matthew calls friends. He's very specific with word, you know, with his words. Um, he has friends, which are few, but then he also has what most other people would call acquaintances. He just calls them buddies. They're people he knows, but they're not people he's you know close to, you know. Um, he just knows them, you know, they're, they're acquaintances or, you know, he's done business with them. Right. But he's very intentional with the words that he uses and what he attaches those words to, you know, what kind of labels that he attaches them to, because as someone who is deeply rooted in Christ and Matthew is through a lot of our discussions and man, I tell you what, I'd love to have him on this show and maybe to call in and maybe, you know, we just have just a little roundtable discussion about the Lord and, you know, kind of how his life used to be walking around as a dead man and how he became alive again, you know, rooted in, you know, Christ in his heart. His story is really amazing, um, you know, and he's just, you know, he, he really is, in my eyes, in my estimation, he really is an individual that is um, really a true gift from God. You know, everybody is a gift from God. And I guess those are, I don't want to say he's a true gift from God. Because again, everybody's a true gift from God. Matthew is an exceptional soul. There's something about the gentleman that just really speaks to you if you're, a, you know, one who is rooted in Christ. Um, but again, you know, he's just one of those who's very intentional with his words. Another area in Proverbs chapter 20 was verse 13. I thought this was very interesting. Do not love sleep lest you be reduced to poverty. Keep your eyes open. Have your fill of food. Now, I noted this because it resonates with me and how I believe life operates at its most basic function. It's simple. If you rest more than you work, then it is very likely that you're not going to, you basically won't be as prosperous and abundantly blessed in life utilizing the very gifts and talents that God our Father has placed within you. Yes, rest is important. However, if one chooses to constantly sleep and rest and slumber all day, and like that grasshopper, you know, story we're all familiar with, right? The That childhood story of the ant and the grasshopper, you know, the grasshopper just sits and frolics and parties and whatever it is he does all day, and the ant just slaves away all summer working, storing up food harvesting, storing up food, building up his, you know, his storehouse, right? And then what happens? Winter rolls around. The ant is sitting, well, the ant's sitting pretty, right? The ant worked enslaved and and labored all summer, all season, during the season of toil. So then he can stay in, be warm, rest, have his fill of food, but still stay alive during the cold winter season. The one who slumbers and parties will certainly struggle and starve during lean times. Very important. 
And then the other one I noted, which was uh, verse 19, a slanderer reveals secrets, so have nothing to do with a babbler. This could be more blunt and straightforward. I mean, this really speaks for itself. Take no part in gossip, gossip, and being in the midst of gossip, for that matter. I would actually go as far as to not even be in the presence of those who, who do, because I believe that eventually those opinions that are gossiped about, eventually, you know, will form... You know, so so the opinions formed by others, I believe, based on whatever pretenses they may or may not have, I don't know. But I believe that the opinions of others could very well formulate an unknown opinion in your own mind when really you've never really knew that particular man or woman that's being discussed. Now, I'm not proud to admit this, but I'm going to say it anyways, because I am a human being. I'm a, I'm a man that, that is flawed. And I used to participate in Pratelic in you know, partaking, I don't know what the past tense, you know, uh, verbiage is for that, but I used to be a gossiper. Not in a sense that I would always go about doing that, but you know, if somebody was discussing somebody else. Yeah. I'd jump right in and, you know, listen, do I still fall victim to it? Yeah. But I have to catch myself. I'm like, no, listen, it, whatever I do say, like, I have to make sure it's matter of fact. I try not to talk negatively about someone because at the end of the day, here's what the, here, here's the thing you talk negatively about someone else to another man or woman in front of you, right? Well, that man or woman that you're gossiping to, right? They may have a thought in their mind thinking, well, if he's talking about John Smith like this, he's not around. What's he talking about? What's he saying about me behind my back? Right? Kind of goes back to that verse six. Many say, my little friend, but who can find someone worthy of trust? Finding true friends are very, very rare in this world. When you find one, you hold on to it or her. Sometimes that loyalty will run deeper than any family member connection that you have. So anyways, for the sake of time, I want to make sure I keep this at 15 minutes. So with that, I want to close out with an opening or a closing prayer. It's 14 and a half minutes here. So Heavenly Father, we thank you so very much for this time. And I just pray that everybody has a very wonderful rest of their weekend, a beautifully blessed Sunday. And I just pray for the good health and prosperity and abundance for all those who listen and just continuously be with us. And I just pray that hearts open and hearts soften up so you, Christ Jesus, can pour in and we can help expand this kingdom. I pray all of this in your Holy Son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. That concludes for 1% or less with him. Thank you for joining us here at His Hardline. I am Jason, the co-host with God, Jesus Christ, as the host in the captain's chair, in the driver's seat, taking the lead. Thank you, and until next time, signing off. thank you again for joining us here at his hard line you just listened to one percent or less with him don't forget you can find us at www.hishardline.com we look forward to seeing you next time have a blessed day